1: My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Thank you. thank you so much, guys, for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes. I'm really excited to have Sarah Small with me today. So Sarah, if you don't know, is the empowered empath supporting women entrepreneurs to create a thriving body, business, and life. Sarah believes that the pathway to healing inevitably leads you to your soul's purpose. Sarah is on a mission to change the way we approach healing chronic illness. She has committed herself to helping other women who have hit healing and or business place as to incorporate what she believes is the most potent aspect of our growth, the emotional, energetic, and spiritual. So thank you so much, Sarah, for being here today. I'm so excited to be on with you today, Emma. Thank you for having me. Wow, I'm really excited to hear all about your story and obviously how you got here. So my first question that I ask everybody is, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story?
0: Mm, Yeah. It kind of happened in layers. Uh, I would say that Yoga for me was something I found in in college, and just the connection to my body and more of that mind-body awareness was just like... The, the breadcrumbs of like, hmm, maybe there's something more here. Maybe when I become so in tune with myself, I can feel deeper or awaken my intuition to another level. So that's that was like this playful like exploration into my, my body and the more physical side of my spirituality. And then a few years later, I was struggling with chronic illness. I have Numerous autoimmune diseases that I've struggled with since seventh grade, and the compilation of, of these different diagnoses and all these different doctors, it, it brings you to a point in your life. I've fa- I have found that it's like you you start to not trust our our healthcare system, or you you experience trauma in a doctor's office, and that that didn't feel good for me. It didn't feel good for me to. Like lose this trust to also feel like my body was fighting against me and like all these symptoms were just here to piss me off, and so I, I at that point also started playing with the idea that that this these numerous chronic illnesses also had a purpose or a message or a meaning for me and that required me to tap into my spirituality too and start to ask more empowering questions not oh my god why me why did this happen to me but instead what is this here to teach me how can I grow and learn from this and then I'd say the icing on the cake that like literally like just cracked my entire soul open and then therefore my spirituality as well, was the loss of my brother. And uh, I lost my brother four years ago, his name was Jordan, and he committed suicide. And it was a, a shock and a heartbreak for our entire family. And it's something that when someone that close to you, I found that when someone that close to me died, there's this fear of, like what, what does the soul do? And and will I ever hear from them again? I know I'm not going to ever hear his voice in person, but can I feel his energy and his spirit around me? And my brother went on to show me and prove to me that there was um, a, d- a deeper kind of, I always bring it back to energy can be created, but not destroyed. And so it's like his energy, his spirit comes around all the time. He comes to my, uh, and is on my left side, oftentimes during podcast interviews, actually. And I feel like he's there just, um, kind of saying hello and helping me help guiding me in, in, in what to say and what the audience needs to hear on any given interview. And then I'll just add to, to, kind of wrap up the story of grief too, is that I thought that was it. Like I thought, okay, you know, I lost a brother. That that was the biggest heartbreak I ever experienced. I'm going to take that. I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to grow from it. I'm going to connect to my spirituality because of it. And then like, that would be it. And I wouldn't have any more challenges in my life because that was a big one. Okay. Thank you universe. And that, that, you know, did not turn out to be the case. And Two weeks ago, actually, this is very fresh, very, very fresh on my heart, but um, two weeks ago, I lost my other brother, and also to suicide, and his name was Joe, and I'm still... I'm still discovering and, and uh, processing a lot of what his death is showing me and teaching me. And I'm also processing the grief of it still. So I don't know how or where that's going to take me as far as my spirituality to the, like the next level, but I do feel like it is going to crack me open even, even more to to be able to rebuild.
1: Wow. I mean, just thank you so much for being here. Like even, you know, so close to losing your other brother. I mean, like you say like you've gone through so much and I've seen it with friends and family you see people go through these massive massive traumas in their life and you just think okay now I must be like you know all set it's all good all rosy but really I think what people sometimes forget with spiritual past and especially like yourself when you step into that spiritual teacher role Mm -hmm. that you're, you've got to go through these things to be able to stand up and say, "Hey, this is you know what I can share with you. this is how yeah. you cope with this so as hard as it is, you know like you say it will take you on a journey, and mm-hmm. you already know that, so God, it's just incredible so thank you so much for sharing that. But what are your top tips for anyone living with chronic pain or illness like how can they turn this into the positive power of pain, as you call it
0: yeah i've I've been able to, and I'm not saying it's always easy, but I've been able to take the deepest, darkest parts of my pain with chronic illness of heartbreak of losing two brothers. And I've been able to see it through a different lens. And and that again is not always easy. I don't want to downplay the the strength and courage that takes for anyone listening, but I think we do have a choice. I think we have a choice to either, fall back into the role of victim and say that life is happening to me, I have no control and it's just like hitting me left and right. Or we can choose to see life as happening for us and that of course I didn't ask for this to happen and I don't believe anyone asks for trauma to happen, but once it's there and we cannot control these parts of our our life, what we can control is our reaction and our response to the situation and also our belief system. And so I've been able to look at that and go, okay, so how can I change my perspective so that life is happening for me? And within that life happening for me, how do I look at these dark spots that are, you know, amidst other beautiful things in my life? It's not all bad, but these little dark spots and go, what are they teaching me? And so that simple in question, simple question of, what is this here to teach me, allows you to step out of the victimhood and into the empowered empath, which is my brand, the empowered empath, and and go, okay, what what deeper message is here? Or for a physical symptom, if anyone who's listening that does have chronic pain, chronic fatigue, chronic illness, autoimmune disease, just annoying physical symptoms. I get it. But let's say you have, um, a, a thyroid condition or an imbalance in your thyroid. Well, your body's not just there to like piss you off and frustrate you and annoy you, and this just didn't happen for no reason. Your thyroid may be imbalanced because, on an energetic level, of, I don't speak as much to the physical, because there's definitely a physical thing happening there. But um, from our spiritual energetic perspective, when the thyroid is imbalanced, you may associate or identify as a people pleaser or somebody who. Uh, doesn't stick up for themselves, doesn't speak their truth. It's kind of like afraid or nervous or lack of confidence to be able to step into their power, and so we can look at that and go instead of oh my gosh, my thyroid's imbalanced, poor me, victimhood, and instead we can look at it and go okay, so my thyroid's imbalanced what is this here to teach me? Do I need to maybe create some more boundaries? Do I need to stand up for myself? Do I need to stop people pleasing and put myself first? And those are the messages that then turn your pain into this positive power to be able to transform you, to add growth into your life, to be able to rebuild um, some parts of yourself that maybe did feel broken or stuck or at that healing plateau or emotionally inflamed and be able to grow and expand because of that.
1: Definitely. And you're so right. Like with any lesson we have in our life, it's always teaching us something. There's always a mirror. There's always some energetic way that it's reflecting back to us where we can, you know, it's an external issue or even an internal issue, like you said, and it actually has a much deeper meaning, which we can uncover, heal and work through. So yeah. absolutely. So how can the power of spiritual growth and your mindset affect physical healing then?
0: Mm. Uh, it's been the most transformational for me personally in my physical symptoms to look at the emotional roots of a physical manifestation in the body. And to to break that down maybe in more simple terms is like the the chakra system and, and our main basic chakra system and if your root chakra for example is imbalanced then you might be experiencing this survival state physically in your body where you are in that fight flight or freeze mode and you know kind of looking for the worst things that are going to happen or like always afraid that there's not going to be enough money or um, that you're not going to be supported or safe or taken care of and there's many reasons you can you can feel that way but when there is an energetic imbalance we see it as a physical manifestation and in that case first in in our nervous system we're in a sympathetic state which is fight or flight. Uh, But that can also lead to things like adrenal fatigue and like this just exhaustion in your body because you're in this chronic low grade state of always feeling like you have to put your armor up and protect yourself. Now, on on the root chakra, side there can be a lot of emotional reasons why you feel that way but when we look at and we heal the emotional like fear fear of maybe a past trauma that did happen to you but hasn't been cleared up in your energy body Or you have a fear because you grew up in a household where there wasn't enough money and your parents, you know, struggled to pay the bills or something. When we go back and we start to look at the limiting beliefs that you've created within safety and and survival in your life, now all of a sudden those physical symptoms you're feeling in your body start to clear themselves up because there's not the emotional driver that that is manifesting them anymore so i've seen this in my my own life especially in my skin and my skin is like my 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 detector it tells me everything and so i know that for example my skin will have this um again physical manifestation i'll break out in acne especially along my cheek my cheeks my like jawbone and it used to be Horrible, and it was something I really struggled with, and my confidence and everything too. And all of a sudden, when I started to open my doors to my business, and I started showing up on live video, and I started speaking my truth, and I started taking off my mask, and I started sharing my mission and my message to the world, my my skin started healing up. I didn't change my face wash. (laughs) I didn't like go and get a laser treatment. I just started changing my emotions and the way that I was looking at the world, the way I was showing up in the world and my beliefs about the world and about myself. And then I saw my physical symptoms start to heal. So I, it might be um, a new concept for some people to kind of grasp or start to understand, but I've found that the emotional and spiritual healing has been one of the most impactful for, for me and my physical symptoms, which is not what you're normal doctor is going to tell you to do. But if anyone is stuck and feeling like they don't have answers and they've tried everything and they're eating all the right foods and they're taking the right supplements, look at the emotional because your answer might be there.
1: So true. And I can actually really relate to you on the acne front. I know that's You know, not a chronic illness, but it affects so many people. And I literally, over the last two years, have been back and forth from the doctor on pretty much every antibiotic, everything you can think of, every cream. I've had allergic reactions, and it's been just so tough to, you know, luckily because I work on self love, I really do embrace my skin. And I think, you know, Mm -hmm. it actually doesn't bother me. But equally, I've had an experience where, you know, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, where you felt trauma in the doctor's, um, surgery you know in an appointment I had yeah. that myself and I was told that I had to live with this just deal with it just live with it it's not an issue and I thought you can't say that like there obviously is a massive hormonal imbalance in my body and they refuse to admit that so yeah. I actually then thought right I'm taking action I went and sought private advice and paid for that and really it was the supplement side of things my hormones were massively out of balance I needed to do a liver detox all of it and none of this information was ever mentioned to me by the doctor and like you say it's just crazy how there is that kind of distrust there now and like how sometimes we do kind of need to take that action to look at the energetic side or look at you know what we're putting in our bodies as well because that can have physical symptoms
0: as well yeah It's hard because we go into a doctor's office, and there's actually a study that was done around somebody wearing a white coat—the way a doctor does, at least in the United States here. That everyone wears, the doctors wear these white coats, and that just the imagery of the white coat made you somehow trust that person or make them like more godly or more um, of an expert just because they were wearing the white coat. And the truth is we you and i and everyone listening know our body best we know our body better than anybody on this earth on this planet in this universe and so I also believe that doctors are doing the best they can with the resources and the knowledge and the education that they've received. However, they don't always have all the answers. And so it is up to us in some ways to be our own advocate and be our own detective and realize that when we're given like a blanket diagnosis, like, um, oh, well, you just have chronic pain. You're going to have it forever. Or that's just some chronic acne. That's going to be there forever. Or you probably have a mental illness or you're just depressed. Or like we've been told, I've been told a lot of these things and we can either choose to kind of accept it because a doctor told us, or we can go, what if, what if, maybe there was something else going on here that they just don't know about. They don't have the tools to be able to help me with. And instead I I did take my, my body into my own hands and was an advocate for myself and started to search for more of those answers, whether they are physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual. It can be a combination of all those, depending on what's going on in your body. I think it's so important. I'm so glad you brought that up, Emma, because I think it's so important for us to be our own greatest healer, to be able to stand up for ourselves and our bodies and and realize that we do know our bodies best.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I wasn't even offered a blood test or anything. So even by just taking that private route, I got so much information in one conversation than I did in the whole 2 years of going back and forth to doctor appointments and right. not once did they say about you know supplements or doing a blood test to see any mm-hmm. of this stuff so I was just so relieved and grateful for that. And I think exactly like I knew, I was like, no, this can be healed. There is an imbalance here. You know, I've been on the contraceptive Mm -hmm. pill for 10 years. That's not going to have done my body great. You know, it's about resetting hormones and things and, you know, resetting what's within us. So absolutely, absolutely. So I relate to
0: that too. I, I had a long um, journey with like cystic acne, d- pigmentation on my skin and it, it's still healing. It's not perfect, but uh, I do remember going in and them just being like, oh, well, here's another cream. Here's more antibiotics that are going to destroy the flora of your gut and, and just being handed something. And when they did, didn't know what else to do, it was just like, okay, now we can't help you. And again, we can, you know, look at that and be like, ah, like this is, this is so frustrating. Or we can, like you did take our health into our own hands and start to search outside answers. Because I think that ultimately all of us want so deeply, and you, you spoke to this, want so deeply to be seen, heard, and understood. And if you're not being seen heard and understood by your doctor go get a different doctor right and because you deserve to be listened to and for someone to take the time to get to know you and understand your health history your emotional history what um, potential traumas have you experienced in your life so they can put a whole picture together of who you are as a human being and all of your parts versus just what your skin looks like today and that's for me why I, I align so well with holistic medicine, holistic health, and a, just like an all-encompassing perspective of all the different physical symptoms I've experienced in my life because everything is inter- interconnected. It's all playing its part that then you know, ultimately might show up in your liver or might show up in your skin or might show up in your thyroid, but there's so much more going on behind the scenes that our human eyes can even see.
1: Absolutely. And a really good example of that actually is my good friend, Hannah, who is in a wheelchair and she's got a lot of chronic illness um, and she's got POTS as well. And she's told me numerous times that it took her 10 years to get a proper diagnosis on everything that was, you know, contributing to her health. And she had so many misdiagnoses. And she thinks like what her body was put through by doctors all those years when they thought it was other things, which it clearly wasn't. And, you know, just hearing those stories makes me so frustrated for her. But, you know, she never gave up. She never took that, just live with it, or it's this answer. She kept searching and she's very much into holistic health as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, seeing how she manages all of this with the holistic side of things, as well as obviously medication from the doctors, of course you know, she's been able to have an incredible, you know, quality of life where she's able to, you know, do so much, which is great, but it took her 10 years to get there.
0: Yeah. That's amazing that she was able to, you know, not give up, but also, you know, I'm sure there's people listening who can relate and are like, maybe they still don't have a diagnosis. And my, my words of encouragement was, would be like, don't give up. And if you go to, you know, a specialized doctor, they only know like so much about that specialized area. And then you go see like, you know, a dermatologist for the skin and you go see a rheumatologist for your, your joints. And there's all these different types of doctors. Right. And they're, they're just, speaking from their own kind of lens of what they know and to be able to work with somebody and i was fortunate to find someone for this from for my physical health is someone who's going to look at all of your parts i think it's easier for them to then it's not always easy to get a diagnosis but at least they're looking at your entire being to put the 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 puzzle pieces literally together so that it doesn't take 10 years because again that's heartbreaking that it's like it had to take that long for her
1: Definitely. And like you say, it's putting those puzzle pieces together and choosing a different doctor or choosing a different specialist until you get that right one who's like, yep, I've got it sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. it's what you vibe with as well, what vibes you get from the people you work with and just trusting your intuition 100%, like you say. Mm So, moving on to your brand more, the empowered empath. So, as an empath, how can we protect ourselves? Because I hear this question so much, and yeah. I love it because it's such an interesting one, and you know, it affects us all. So, what yeah. are your top tips for protecting yourself?
0: Yeah. So, you know, maybe your audience already knows this, but an empath is just somebody who takes on other people's energy, emotion, even physical um, sensations like pain on as their own. And so those are kind of two categories of empath, the one who feels more of the emotion and the energy in a room versus the one who actually feels somebody's broken arm or something in the physical side. And you can experience both as well. I personally experience both, but um, there's, there's a lot that can come with that, right? So if you are, if we are like this bucket and within that bucket, we're constantly filling our space, our energy with other people's pain or their stress or even their happiness and their joy. It doesn't have to be all negative stuff, but it's like you're taking on this person's to-do list and you're taking on this person's fight they had with their boyfriend. And all of a sudden that bucket that is your energy is so, so full that it can, again, lead to some physical feelings like anxiety, like panic attacks, like you are struggling to create boundaries in your life. And we just feel like this like raw exposed nerve that is being kind of attacked by all this stuff. And it doesn't have to be someone literally talking to you or or touching you or anything. It can just be the energy of a space. And that's what I, I call the the wounded empath because it's somebody who is highly sensitive and, and ultimately it's such a gift, but they don't have the protection like you mentioned or asked about to be able to then protect their energy and use it as a gift. And instead it feels like this like, assault of, of just constant energy kind of being thrown at them so what i recommend is when people feel like they're so energetically full and they're just like letting everyone's even the weight of the world be their responsibility to heal and fix everybody or to feel everything for everybody to to come to this really simple mantra of what's mine is mine what's yours is yours And that's, that's not like the, the, you know, going to fix everything for you, but it's a starting point to be, okay, what is mine to carry in this bucket? And what is not, what is actually Susie's or Sally's or Michael's like over there, right? And can we Let go of some of the things that were never ours to carry in the first place. And then once we've emptied out some of that stuff that isn't ours, moving forward in life by simply being aware enough of your being and your body to not keep putting stuff into the bucket. So it's like we got to empty it out first and then moving forward again, you can be a great friend. You can be a great listener. You can be in crowded places as long as you're not picking up everyone's stuff. And I think part of it is just like a really assertive choice of I'm not going to carry other people's crap. And then the other part can be more of a ritual where you're, you're cleansing that from your energy space and you can use things that I'm sure people have heard of already, like saging your body, um, burning sage and and using that in a space in your house, in your room. Um, For me, I love to do what's called emotional freedom technique. It's a tapping technique where you take your hand and you literally tap on your body and more specifically your energy meridian endpoints. And what that does is helps to calm the nervous system and reprogram the amygdala, which is part of your brain. And it helps to turn the signal back to your brain of like okay i don't need to be freaking out and all anxious about all this energy and instead i can ground myself and release again what's mine is mine what's what's yours is yours uh and then at certain points in my life i've also had to like bring this to my journal and write down what is it that i'm choosing to release and and really think about what am i feeling in my body that is not mine or doesn't feel good or is so heavy or I don't want anymore. And can I just write that down on a piece of paper? And you can do whatever you want with it. You can rip it up afterwards. You can burn it. And again, like use that energy to be recycled into something more protective and supportive for you. But I could go on and on, but I think that each person receives different benefits from different types of protection methods. But the the starting point is the awareness of. What are you picking up from other people that is not yours and was never yours to carry in the first place?
1: Love it. And I love that mantra as well of what is mine is mine, what is yours is yours. It's so simple, but it's actually a really good reminder, a really good mantra to have. So mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. And We're big fans of EFT over here on the podcast. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure everyone will be pleased to hear that. So my last question for you today is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to give my listeners?
0: Hmm. I think just a reminder, a reminder that you are your own greatest healer, and that's come up a couple times in different ways in our conversation. So just want to reiterate that that you are your own greatest healer, and that, Each of our intuitive powers are strong and we can choose to strengthen them even more and to awaken to our intuition and be able to communicate with our body and be able to build our healing toolbox, our self-healing toolbox, to be able to find answers, to communicate And reprogram your subconscious mind. And when you, I think, live by this belief or this mantra of I am my own greatest healer, it's so empowering for you to realize that you don't have to always, and there's a time and a place for for asking for help. Please ask for help if you need for help. But But to also know in your core, the core of your being, that again, you do know your body best and that you are so capable and it is possible for you to heal. Healing is possible for you and you are your your own best healer and own best advocate.
1: Absolutely. I love that. Really, really good, solid advice. Amazing. So, where can my lovely followers find more about the Empowered Empath if they want to know more?
0: Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, I hang out on Instagram a lot. I love to be on my Instagram stories and just to, to be able to connect with people and and like actually get to know you. So I'm over there at the empowered empath. And then I am launching a book this month called 21 days of healing. And I'm super excited for that to come out. That's my first book and you can find more details or even order it for pre-sale on my website, which is autoimmune tribe.com. And there's a tab that says, Book and it has all the details. There's going to be a book club. It's, it's kind of a workbook style book based off of one of my best selling programs. And I'd love for you guys to come check that out too. Amazing. And I
1: will link Sarah's website down below as well. So you've got a clickable link if you'd prefer that. But thank you so much, Sarah, for being here today. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you and finding out all about the Empowered Empath. I'm really excited for your book as well, which is cool. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate the invitation. Thank you so much, Emma. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes today. I really hope you have enjoyed Sarah and I's conversation. And as always, if you want to know more, then you can find Sarah's link down below. And as always, if you want to find out more about myself, my coaching, or my videos, you can find it all over on my website, mumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you are up to. And I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week.